This podcast is rated off the realness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers podcast. It's me, Basement Chair. What's your boy, Rich the Riz? And together, we're the Basement Bookers podcast. I don't know why I did all that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we have a lot to talk about, mainly and mostly and probably all about. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble, the uh, premium live event of this past Saturday. And then we're going to go watch Vengeance Day because that's today. And I forgot. Rich Torres, welcome to the Basement Bookers podcast. What's Thank up, you. buddy? Thank yeah. you once again for welcoming me to our podcast. <laughs> Seems to be the uh, a theme. Some news, going to be quick, promise, okay? First, uh, continuing with the whole Vince McMahon storyline, in a storyline, or rather reality, in an interview with CNBC's Squawk on the Street, I had never heard of the show, but okay, Nick Khan said that Vince is, quote, 100% open to a transaction where he is not included in the company moving forward. Uh, as announced earlier this week, the genius as we knew him, or Leapin' Lanny Poffo, was before our time, uh, passed away this week at the age of 68. As we all know, he was uh, Macho Man Randy Savage's brother. Rest in peace. Um, he was the one with the superior intellect. That's right. And he, was, and he also did poetry. He was very good. I like It was a great gimmick. Uh, he was also the manager of the Beverly Brothers, Bo and Blake. Which one, one of them is uh, the father of Von Wagner. Yes. Um, the man who married a Neanderthal woman. That's the only possible way. Clearly. Uh, let's see. Real quick boo-boo room here. Talking to BT Sport following her Royal Rumble win, Rhea Ripley elaborated on the knee injury that she suffered during the Rumble match, saying, quote, I just have knee problems. I've always had them growing up playing soccer. My kneecap just sometimes slides out of place and it sort of goes to the side. Sometimes it'll go to the very back of my knee. By the way, that sounds terrifying. Rhea, no, you just you just give it. You've exposed yourself. Your weakness is out there now. the The ladies are gonna try to exploit that weakness. Yeah, and 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 who she chooses her opponent? Charlotte for WrestleMania. That's the worst one to let know that. Right. Continues. Um, when it goes to the back of her knee, she says, "Then I just have to straighten it, and it goes back. It hasn't done it for years, so I don't know what made it do it. I guess I haven't drank enough water today or eaten enough." Uh, she says, but she popped it back in straight away. What a what a G. I was out, just out thinking about that. According to Jeff Whalen, quote, multiple sources that he still doesn't name report that Rey Mysterio was injured last week on SmackDown in his match against Karrion Cross, which is why he didn't enter the Rumble. So this was a 30-man Royal Rumble with an asterisk as has been happening lately. The the point is, don't think about it, Rich Torres. It doesn't matter. Don't even, don't don't think it, don't want it. Ray Mysterio wasn't going to come out with a paper bag over his head. So uh, Ray, Ray hasn't been eliminated, and Curtis Axel still hasn't been eliminated. So that's two. I think it counts when Snoop Dogg eliminates you. Um, you have a better memory than I do. Yeah. Because that was going on for a while, and there was an episode of Raw that hopefully doesn't exist, because otherwise I'll have to find it and put it here. Where Stoop Do Double Jizzle, he throws Curtis Axel over the top rope, brother. And maybe Hulk Hogan was involved, or none of it happened, and it was just a fever dream that I had had. So either way, you know, I I do remember that, but I don't think that counts as a Royal Rumble. But we'll 
that's neither here nor there. That that that's up to the uh, WWE histographers or whatever to uh, figure out. Moving along, in an interview with Anna Faris's unqualified podcast, Zelina Vega revealed that she ruptured an implant in May off a Northern Lights suplex, which is why she was out. Uh, she had that the implants were ten years old, and she quote kind of wanted them bigger anyway. She is a hero. Kind of wanted them bigger anyway. Yeah. So Malachi is basically like, uh, you may as well, right? I think, uh, I, I don't think that matters. I think he, their love is pure. And for you to say such a thing or insinuate such is disrespectful. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> Stop uh, saying I'm simping in private chat. It's not nice. <laughs> I'm just trying to be polite. That's, uh, isn't that white knighting? No, it's yeah. halfling knighting in my case. Okay. <laughs> Last bit of news for the Booger Room for now at least. Uh, Maria Canellis revealed yesterday that she was scheduled for surgery to remove half her thyroid gland due to a nodule growing on it, which her doctor said could turn cancerous and potentially cause AFib, which is a heart condition. She said recovery time from the surgery should be about two weeks, after which she can return to wrestling, but her hormones could take up to a year to rebalance. Last <laughs> bit of news for now, The Miz and Xavier Woods will be celebrity team captains on Pictionary all week long. I don't know what channel. It didn't say. I didn't know Pictionary was still a show, so awesome. I didn't know either, and I saw Jerry O'Connell is the host of Pictionary. Yeah. Jerry O'Connell was married to Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Jeez. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Mm. She'll probably be referred to as Rebecca Romaine Stamos forever, but she'll never be referred to as Rebecca Romaine Stamos O'Connell, is she? No. <laughs> you, did, you, you didn't even know that was a pairing. I might have and just blocked it out just because it's it seems so random and... Weird. You ready for random? Yeah. So there used to be this television show called The Librarians. Yes, and Rebecca Romaine Stamos is in the show. And there was a panel at Comic-Con for that show. Mm -hmm. This is before I seen any of it. And I found, and I didn't like her character in that show because she was insufferable. Anyway, she was probably a victim of script writing at the time. Who's sitting next to me? No other... Then another lesser known Jerry, but Jerry O'Connell, who will soon be the future host of Pictionary. I was wow. like, that's crazy. He was wearing a Jets hat. It's mm. nuts. But that's my story. Do you remember the first televised show he was on? Um, I believe it was a show where he's like a kid in a family or something. <laughs> Oh, is he my secret identity? Was that him? That's the one. Yeah, I, I get things mixed up for old TV shows where I'm not... My brain at the time wasn't functional to understand what, what is happening with this. You know what yeah. I mean? To, to be fair, there's typically a kid in a family. So that was, that was, a, good, that was a good safe choice there. Yep. You know how um, it is, brother. Keeps yeah. me with championships. You, you know, know? If, if anything else were on in that time slot, that anything else is what I would have been watching. Let's move off of Jerry O'Connell. We have the Rumble to talk about before we get to Vengeance Day. A glimpse of the Tribal Chief 
a real man among men, a chief among tribes. Anyway, um, first surprise, Pat McAfee's music starts playing. I watched, so Michael Cole was on the Pat McAfee show this week, and they, they were talking about it. They they changed Pat's music. This is different music for Pat. But someone, I think Triple H had to say in his headset, are you going to sell this or what? <laughs> Cole didn't recognize the music. He said, and then he looked up and saw the the video thing, the Tron. Oh. And he's like, are you that, kidding me? It's at this point where Corey Graves becomes invisible. He might as well be a mute. If you look at mm-hmm. watching our Facebook bookers, our YouTube, thank you. Hopefully you've liked and subscribed for more Basement Bookerness. Mm. Uh, what do you think about the return of Pat McAfee? A surprise to everyone. A return at the Royal Rumble. Shout out down there. What's your favorite McAfee moment for the Rumble? But anyway, look at Cole. Look at that. Find, find a mentor like Michael Cole. Look at that. Mm. All right. So we start the Rumble with Gunta. The uh, number one entrant makes it all the way. Spoiler alert. To the end, Whoa. where he is defeated by number 30. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Sheamus is number two. It's basically the same. The lads, they slap some meat in there, obviously. And always, when you have two people you want to wrestle each other, the third has to be somebody you don't care for. And here it is. Here's the Miz. He's that spot today. He might have been keeked. Um, here comes Kofi. Is that a word? Keeked. It's like kicked, but kicked. Okay. And uh, of course, uh, this leads to the first elimination. The Miz, he's in the position for getting his chest beat like a bongo drum. We'll get into more bongo drums later on. Uh, spoiler alert. What are you guys doing? All right. So then uh, there's a kick from uh, Johnny Gargano to the head of the Miz, setting him to be ready for a bro kick because it wasn't enough to get Johnny Wrestling kicked. You got to get broked, bro. Good night. Thanks for coming. Here comes Xavier Woods. The, the new day is together. So, right before this little positioning occurs, it's like, all right, we're going to fight each other. So the wife watches these with me and we're like, what do you, why would you do that now? You work together as a team until the end, which Spoiler alert, it's what Drew McIntyre and Sheamus do. Mm-hmm. They never they never fight each other. They're they're working together because it looks to be the plan, like at the you know, the winner, the other guy gets a shot, you know, after they beat the guy, you mm-hmm. would think, right? A, a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. A banger brothers agreement. Well, we'll get to that. Hmm. So I know those kinds of agreements. At this point. Xavier Woods and Kofi proceed to beat each other's bottoms as if they were bongos. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. You taking this very seriously. So Wrestling can be anything. In this case, it's drums. In case it's what? Drums. I would say bongos. So, oh, shout out to Riddle. That was maybe a shout out to Riddle. Um. So here comes Gunter. He's like, look, I don't, I don't approve of this chicanery. You're soiling the ring with your stupidity. Here's a slap in the stupid face. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Karrion Cross, fresh off 
doing the honors for Rey Mysterio. Then came uh, Alpha Academy guy, Shushing. And of course, this kind of bothered me because they're talking about Gable's wrestling background, this and that. And it's like, dude, Xavier Woods has an uh, amateur wrestling background. Cody and Xavier Woods wrestled each other in school. Mm-hmm. So that's it's kind of weird that they don't even mention Xavier Woods' wrestling. They they're trying to. I feel like they're trying to keep him as sort of just the third member of the new day. Like even though he's only two that, at the moment active, but you know, the, like the, it's Kofi and the the lesser. How dare you, White Knight, the WWE? All right, so here comes Drew, and now comes some good audio straight from. The guys. Who and Jameis' name together? Uh, appropriate for public consumption. Uh, there's copyrights involved. Well, boom! And banger after banger after banger. And what are you and I? We're Drew. Oh, gross. Oh. And here we go now. And Drew McIntyre. I get it. And Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. We explained the, uh, the uh, Banger Brothers uh, situation there. I thought that was pretty cool. It's, it's funny. Slightly related. Did you see um, the clip of Cody on Impulsive? Yes, if you want to sit here and explain it, you can. Well, one of the guys that's not Logan Paul on the show uh, was talking about the heritage of the Rhodes family, Dusty and Dustin, and he says, and his sister Lana, and Cody's like, the porn star? And he's like, she's not your sister? She's not your sister? He's like, no, not that I know of. And it was... Just sort of this funny thing. I guess what, probably whoever did the research for that that person that said that threw that in as a joke, or maybe did I don't know. It was silly. It was silly. Oh, Gunter and uh, Drew, just real men fighting. There's a cool little stage between them, a little kick in there. It's a future shock DDT vintage. Drew McIntyre. Um, keep an eye on Johnny Wrestling. Um. At some point, he will disappear because while putting this together, I might have missed him. So just that's that'll be the game for everybody at home. Um, so here comes Santos Escobar at ten, followed by Dawkins at eleven. Uh, Xavier Woods is eliminated. Uh, was by Gunter because Kofi is trying to get him out with the help from. It uh, looks like Santos Escobar there, mm-hmm. and. It did work out. I guess they split up. And this is when Kofi does the cool move where he uses uh, Escobar's chest as like a springboard to like jump up in the air and then do like a drop kick, I believe, or like a stomp, I guess. Then he comes down, lands on that butt, and then he gets thrown to the apron. Gunter then shoves him. Now, it is at this point that I believe a Kofi spot was planned yet again, and it involved the chair. Because Xavier Woods, you will see, had got it into position, right? Mm-hmm. There goes Kofi into the chair. But the chair, there's too much. I think it was the positioning of the wheels on the bottom. Because depending on how they're lined up, because I think that chair is like the one I have at home. Yeah, the f- five. There's too much, like, um, 
on one side. You know what I mean? Like a two and one kind of thing. You'll see. And it just the the force coming off. And I guess Xavier Woods didn't have it too tight because I think he was supposed to be there to hold it. Mm-hmm. Then Kofi comes down. He hits his head on the table, like oh, the back of the hard. head. Yeah, I didn't notice it at the Rumble, but they with the replay they showed on SmackDown, he hit hard. Yes. So. Then it rolls the chair. They tried to pay attention to his feet because Cole's trying to say, I think it's fine. But Pat and Grant's are like, yeah, he's done. Like, hmm. he's out. Yeah, yeah. Even if that one foot that was on top of the chair. It was on the side. Like, how are you going to get that up without touching the floor? Yeah, it's. Either way. It, like, Woods would have had to right the chair while Kofi keeps that one foot in the air. Look at. See, that's the foot in the air, right? That's mm-hmm. the one that hasn't touched. But see, the other one is under the seat, mm-hmm. right? I'm pointing at it like a fool. But you know what I'm pointing. And then, that's it. You can see that there's, he, he he's probably knocked loopy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they Either way. Have fixed it, but I think Kofi was they were like, we got to make sure you're not concussed, buddy. Either way, this is immediately after. So it is a foregone conclusion that Brock Lesnar is here at number 12, and it doesn't matter for you. Here he comes. <laughs> then uh, Drew and Sheamus. Just like, well... Good thing we're here, mate. We're going to do this. You ready, lad? We're going to be mad lads together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brock Lesnar, you know, he's got to take everybody to Sioux Falls City. More Suplex City. Another Suplex City. More Suplex City. Dawkins folded up like a like a accordion. Here comes Escobar off the top. And at the time, like, oh, why are you playing catch me with this guy? He used to toss bales of hail. Hey, for school activities when other kids was playing Pokemon or something. Why do you play catch me in the Rumble match anyway? That's the yeah. worst time. And with the worst guy. Yeah. And there you go. Thanks for coming. Hit the pay window. Bye, Dawkins. It was cool that you sprinted down the entranceway. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I believe, was Shush. That's the Shush guy, right? Chad Gable. Yeah, and then here it comes. The big hassles. The big hosses of yep. Walter and Brock Lesnar looking mm-hmm. at each other like I'm looking at you, but not really. And then Brock's like, uh, look at you and look at me. Look at us, guys. Uh, Gunther's like, listen, man, I'm going to hit you now. You get ready for this. And there goes the chop, right? Mm-hmm. Brock's like, huh. All right. So you might want to do something else now because I'm not reacting to it. Mm-hmm. I think somebody else is coming out now. This is where yeah. the Bobby Lashley, the thunder is coming. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. There he is. That's his music. There he goes. Bobby Lashley. Lashley Bobby. Brock Lesnar used to ask Bobby who, but now he's going to remember because it's Bobby Lashley that sends the Vanilla Gorilla to the outside with a powerful thunderous thing. And this goes a crazed look. Brock Lesnar can't believe it. By God, he's like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Just knocked me over. Mm-hmm. Also, we're having chicken nuggies. Mm-hmm. And he's really upset. He's like, he's, he, now Brock Lesnar looks as if he's seen the light. He's seen the light, Rich is. He knows now what he must do. And what he must do is act a fool. He's thrown the <laughs> top of the table into the ring, into that very ring. And he's really upset, as you can see. 
And what is this? It's two seconds, Rich Torres. In two seconds, who could this be? Who could be the most unluckiest man in the history of the Royal Rumble? Duh, 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 duh. Here he is, the real wrestling guy. It's Happy Corbin, Baron Corbin is back. He's just Baron Corbin, but he kind of wishes he had that luck back that he used to have. You know what I mean? Yep. And Brock is uh, acting a fool. He's got the steel steps. Uh, I was really upset about this. What a waste of popcorn. You know, someone had a popcorn there and drink and stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably Pat McAfee. Uh, and Brock's just terrorizing everyone. What you going to do? Bad Corbin about to be the most unfortunate man. Pay attention to the left-hand side as a Brock-sized bus approaches the silly, unlucky bastard known as Happy Corbin, Rich Therese, hits him so hard that Brock just slips. <laughs> he slips under his own momentum. Good night, Corbin. Not yet. Here comes the F5. F5. Thank you for your service, Baron Corbin, who's just, he's done. And Brock Lesnar, like a guy who's had too many and all his friends. He has to take a whole bunch of friends because it takes that many to hold him back if he's had too many. Um, allegedly, I don't imagine he has any. This doesn't look like a guy that drinks. So here comes Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins goes straight for Corbin. Because why not? Kick, kick to the head of Baron Corbin. The kick. Then out goes Corbin on the ground like a turtle. You know, just flipped him over. Turtle power. Oh, like turtle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> turtle. Here comes the 16th wonder of the world, Shushi Megushi. Shush. A shush, shush train, mm-hmm. if you will. Followed by Booyaka Booyaka 69. Um, doesn't happen. Uh, this comes a shocking elimination. Seth Rollins eliminates the almighty Bobby Lashley. And even Seth Rollins can't believe it. Yeah, even Pat, Pat McAfee. Can't, <laughs> he can't believe it at all. Whoa. Continuation of that feud? What? We're, we're going to run it back, player. Mm-hmm. Or not. Uh, we'll see. So Lashley can't believe it. Um, so I had to go back because there's a reason we have this frame. We could have had Dominic Mysterio just as he enters, but it is this is the precise moment after Michael Cole refers to Dominic Mysterio as a. If you have kids out there, they shouldn't be listening to this part right now. I'm gonna say it. Dominic Mysterio is a piece of crap, but he used the S word. Okay, we're not we're not animals here anymore. I don't we're remember. That. Yeah, there was a whole bit. Uh, the Banger Brothers eliminate Otis. I had to go back to get this because I missed it. It's one of those things. He came out during Dominic's entrance. Mm-hmm. There comes Elias. I appreciated the fact that he used the guitar. Uh, you got a weapon. Use the weapon. Yep. And he used a gun to poor Gunter. This is another thing. Not only was he in there from the beginning, he's getting hit with. Guitar things. He getting suplex cityed. A lot of awful things are happening to Gunter. The duration of this very long match for him. 
He was active. He had he was tied for the most eliminations at five in the men's Royal Rumble. There goes Elias. Here comes the biggest geek in uh, wrestling right now today. And I say that with all the love in the world, Finn Balor. What a nerd. Um, here he comes, the world's best-looking nerd. And there it goes. I didn't miss it. There goes Johnny Wrestling. Mm. Uh, he's been taken care of by the world's biggest nerd, Finn Balor. And I say that as a nerd. Uh, there he goes. <laughs> R.I.P. Johnny Wrestling. Rough landing on the left shoulder. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to sting. Oh, yeah, brother. You know, those they masks, they're, ju they're just designed to keep you from getting cut. Here comes Booker T with the axe kick to Finn Balor and an axe kick to Dominic Mysterio, probably. You could tell by the leggings. And then a bookend to that nerd, Finn Balor. Bat. There he goes, that nerd. And here it comes, the Spinner Rooney. He's doing the Spinner Rooney, guys, as best as we can without getting in trouble. <laughs> There it goes. And even Sheamus is like, wow, fella. And then Gunter, the worst guy ever. You're sick. And once again, I am sick of your tomfoolery. Your ring is sacred. Yeah. What do you make of people foolishly complaining about Gunter just jobbing out Booker T in the Royal Rumble match, knowing full well I know Booker T's uh, statement on the subject? I. Yeah, I gotta. I agree with Booker T. It's like you don't. No one needs to sell for Booker T at this point. He's there. Booker T is in there to help make the younger stars. Booker T doesn't need the spotlight right now. He he got his, his spot. He got his shine. He did the Spinner Rooney, and then Gunter, and still an up and coming star as far as the super mainstream and more casual viewers. Are concerned as far as NXT and NXT UK viewers, they know how awesome Gunter is. So he basically WWE is still making Gunter. They put him in this position to give him to show the WWE universe his legitimacy, how just badass a dude this character could be. Yep, that's the Gunter way. Ring generalizing. Booker T neutralizing Intercontinental Champion Isaac. All right. Thanks for coming, Book. Uh, Drew and Sheamus, they take offense to that. They don't like that. I don't know why. It's one less guy and they didn't have to do it. So, yeah. Hey, mate. This, kinda, th this situation looks kind of interesting. It could be anything. It could be like, hey, bro, what's the deal? First, you go out there, you do that to Kofi, and out comes Booker T. He's just trying to have a great time. Mm -hmm. He's do he's been a Rooney. He's not out here hurt nobody. Are you just going to come out here? And Shea was like, yeah, that's not cool, bro. That's not how we function here, bro. Mm -hmm. He would, like, fold his hands probably, maybe like a certain PC principal. But anyway, Gunther's like, the ring is sacred, I mean. Mm -hmm. This ring. And I don't mean that in that way. I mean it in a wrestling way. They were being silly. That's what I mean. <laughs> and then here comes Damien Priest to punish people. Yep. One would say, followed by Montez Ford. 
And there, now they're, everybody's vibing. And here comes another golden nugget from the Royal Rumble commentary team. So basically what happened there, Michael Cole says, I've been through a lot of solo cups in my day. And then Pat's like, because you're a booze bag, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Gray's like, yeah, it's, they always blame it on me. It's like, you're not any better. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Friends like to drink. I thought this was pretty cool. Damian Priest getting the Holy Spirit slapped out of him by Montez Ford. It reminded me of the Ghostbusters reboot with the lady ones. One of the lady Ghostbusters, they slapped another lady Ghostbuster who was possessed by a ghost. She was able to slap the ghost out, Richter is. Wow. So maybe there is a ghost slapping technique that Montez Ford also knows. Maybe he's gleaned that from a tome in order to harness it in pro wrestling. Powerful. So he's, yeah, he's a very powerful man. Um, so, you know, David Priest doesn't appreciate that and proceeds to send him back to uh, his wife, who's mm-hmm. the EST. She got a match and, coming up. Uh, that's right, she does. Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Find yourself a proud teammate that will look at you the way Finn Balor looked at David Priest when he just threw Montez Ford out. It's like, wow, I can't believe it. He was so tall. <laughs> and here comes Edge. He's ascended to a different level. He's got the Genkai boost after um he was defeated by the Judgment Day soundly after concertoing his head or whatever. After his wife was concertoed in her head. He's back. He's back from near career injury again. And he was able to ascend to a different level. A super edge, if you will. Super edge lord. But no, no, it was not to be. For Damian Priest, as he receives a spear sandwich, Rich Torres. Mm-hmm. And another spear for the Lego-loving nerd, Finn Balor. Down he goes. There he goes, selling. Look at that. And Edge looks like a man who's ready to sh- to sell being hit in the back. Yep. Almost if he knows what's about to happen to him, watch as he braces himself. It's a, it's a good way to hide it. It's like pretending you're pumped. You know, but you're not. You're just getting ready, getting hit in the back, which is professional. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dominic Mysterio, the personification of a turd. He proceeds to Viva La Raza, knowing full well people don't like that. And looks like it's not to be because he's about to get super year. And uh, there it goes. Mm-hmm. Just like the earth. The earth fell beneath. James is still on that spot from before, it looks like. Dude, he's been in there for a long time. He was a second entrant. Damian Priest to the outside. Mm-hmm. That nerd, Finn Balor, to the outside. Edge stands tall. Seth Rollins looks at Edge. Edge looks at Seth Rollins. No, what happens was, right? he tried to eliminate Dominic, but Finn Balor, that nerd, he intervenes. Because Dom gets in the way of Seth Rollins and Edge doing their thing. So Edge is eliminated with help from Damian Priest and Balor. So all three of the Judgment Day had to eliminate Edge. This is when things get get crazy, guys. So Edge, you know, he's out and he's headed up the ramp. 
mm-hmm. mind you. At this point, Seth is put in the boots of Dominic Mysterio. They have history. And it looks like Dominic's having a flashback to the yard, Rich Torres. It's yard time here. Yeah. All the big guys. Uh, I don't. If he was only in holding for like forty-five minutes, did he even get yard time? This no. would just be the equivalent of the holding cell. He might so have even gotten fed. He's in the holding cell right now, and here come the guys. Seth Rollins. He's the squirrely guy. You don't know what he's about, really. You know, he's not as big as Sheamus and Drew, but he's probably violently done something, or at least. You know, maybe, you know what? Seth looks like a guy that maybe he did his business outside and he didn't know the area very well and there was a school too close. And that's why he's in there. Mm. You know what I mean? He doesn't know the rules of where things are in that town. He goes from town to town wrestling all the time. That's right. And then uh, Seamus and Drew McIntyre, the muscle, right? Yep. So A-Town down and all that. And this is, he while he's coming in, Edge is still going at it with the Judgment Day guys in the aisle. And Austin Theory takes his time. And here comes someone's mommy, uh, soon to be in the Royal Rumble later. Mm -hmm. She goes after Edge. And wouldn't you know it, here comes Edge's wife, who's fresh off of not being concertoed. She's mad as heck. And she spears Rhea Ripley takes her down. So not only is Rhea Ripley number one in the Royal Rumble, but she is speared. Don't forget that, guys. Here comes Omos. Uh, this time, not repping Outworld. He is repping humanity. He's repping himself because he wishes to become the number one contender. He uh, takes down the, the Brogue brothers, the Banger brothers, the Brother Brother brothers, Gunter right here behind Omos' brother. Omos looking at a Gunter brother. Gunter chops Omos' brother. Omos has absorbed enough hits from Gunter brother. He's choke slamming the Gunter brother. Can Jared say brother one more time, brother? Yes, brother. Choke slam to Gunter. And here he comes as if on cue. Braun Strowman. What do you think about that, Rich Riz? Time for me to slap meat, I think. Meat. Slap it, right? Uh, speaking of which, we we miss Biggie. We wish he was there to slap meat with these men. He would love that. Yes. And this is when Braun Strowman eliminates Omos. Omos, and I always say, it sucks to be tall sometimes. This is not a good advantage for you because your legs are closer to the ground. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Once you, once the hips go over the top rope, it's over. Dad calls Ricochet, and Strowman uses Ricochet as a weapon. Just tosses mm-hmm. him at Don Mysterio. Boom to the corner. And then the the beating of the chest of the whatever the Baldrin. What is it called? The beats of the Baldrin. 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 The beats of the Baldrin to the monster among men, and it's repeatedly. It's a lot of times, guys. I didn't get all of it. There's a lot in here. Uh, then uh, Gunter tries to eliminate uh, Drew. He's trying to keep Sheamus from being eliminated. They're trying to help each other. And it cost him because Gunter gets them both out. Mm-hmm. They're gone. They're gone together, bros. Officially, Sheamus was eliminated by Drew and Gunter. Yes. And or look at this, Rich Riz. What could, what could this reaction possibly be for? What could this gentleman possibly be reacting to for number 29? Is oh. he happy about it? 
It looks like he's looking at his phone, so maybe he... I don't know. It looks to me like he's horrified. He does. Maybe either he, uh... either it's a dip from his wife's boyfriend. It's Logan Paul. I was going to say, he, he looks like he just saw the blue waffle for the first time. Logan Paul comes in and does everybody's favorite buckshot lariat yep. into the face of Ricochet. And God bless Ricochet. Behold the selling of Ricochet. And then here he comes at number 30, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. How excited are you, buddy, for this? What a moment for you. So there he goes in. He uh, takes Cutter. out Theory, Cody Cutter, the Theory. And this will lead to Cody just hamming it up. He's got the belt, which I'm like, just keep the belt. But he's a good guy. He's not going to use his belt to beat the crap out of people. Throws it out there. I'm over here. Please, nobody get caught in the eye because that's a lawsuit just waiting to happen. It's the end of Cody's career. Crossroads to Dominic Mysterio, the jabroni himself. Goodbye, Dominic Mysterio, you jabroni. And here it comes. One of the highlights for everybody that's not me. Meat slapping meat. The in sky the version. In the ear. In the ear. In the air, not in the ear. Here it comes. Meat. Slapping me! Look at everybody, they can hit each other. There's no practical use for this. Right. What was your plan besides hitting each other with a crossbody? That's, this is the only reason. This is the only reason you lost the Royal Rumble, Logan Paul. If you didn't do that. No, you was going to lose the Rumble anyway. Yeah. But, whatever. <laughs> Strowman. Getting eliminated by Cody. But not really. Ricochet tried to help, but yes, Strowman was eliminated officially by Cody. Then Ricochet wants to avenge his very close friend all of a sudden, Braun Strowman. But then Austin Theory says, get out of here. You remember? I don't like you. Mm -hmm. And then Cody comes in off the top rope. Looks like it's a sunset flip, I suppose. Yeah. Onto Theory. Theory, This there's a reason this is here, this exchange. Seth Rollins to stomp Austin Theory's head into the mat. Great selling from Austin Theory. Look at him. Look at him go. Just right on the side of his head. Mm -hmm. He's so good at that. There he goes. Ah, what a, it's a thing of beauty. And there he goes, eliminated by Cody. What a combination. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes teamed up. They joined forces to remove the now. That's right. Here's Seth Rollins looking at Cody. Cody looking at Seth. Young Lion. Same age Lion. Gunter-like. Oh, man. This is going to be one of these guys, isn't it? I'm really tired. You know what? Let's just hang back a little bit. Let them work each other out. Obviously, they have some issues. Cody, hey, you you did this to my pack. And that wasn't cool. And Seth's like, yeah, but you keep messing with my stuff. I'm trying to do the thing. And you left where you were. It was supposed to be me doing this and you doing that. That wasn't the agreement. That's what I got from this exchange. It's like, you left. I took over. You you went over there. And y they took over from you. So you came over here and took over. And that's not cool. It was mine. It's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. They continue this. And then uh, decide, let's join forces. So Seth Rollins grabs Gunter, holds him up. Cody hit him with that whap. 
He punches them, and they switch, and they do a punching switchy switch thing. You definitely got to be watching this on YouTube. Thank you if you are. What you think of the Royal Rumble match? Shout out below. And then a kick to Gunter. A, the, the drop down punch to the face from uh, Cody. You know it. And here comes the, the pedigree competition. First goes Seth. Pedigree to Gunter. And then it's Cody's turn. Pedigree to Gunter. Gunter comes down on his knee, like right there visibly. But I guess it depends on what the camera angle is. That's probably the same for both of them. And now we got this guy out of here. I mean, maybe we should have eliminated him, and then it could be between the two of us. But why do that? Why do that? We're good here, right? We're good. Because there's a missing element, folks. It's not just the three of them. You think it's the three of them, but it's not three of them. Switching hands, just beating each other up. Uh, crossroads. And then... When it comes to the stop, is the stop coming? No! The stop doesn't come! He misses! Cody's got adrenaline in his soul! He gets kicked in the face anyway. It doesn't matter how much adrenaline in your soul. A super kick just kick. It happens. Yep. And Rollins is saying, come on. Let's go, buddy. Someone's got to come over here. I'm going to pedigree you. But no! From behind! Almost to the junction! Logan Paul just eliminates Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins on his tuchus. He Logan Paul is really powerful. Look at him. He's Jack. He's like, look what I did to you. I did that to you. And then Gunter's getting up and oh, the heat. He's pointing at the WrestleMania side. Be like, guys, this is a possibility. We know what you want. We know you want Cody, but it's going to be me. The heat-seeking missile, Logan Paul, gets put in a crossroads for his trouble and gets dunked by the American Nightmare. And now it's the American Nightmare versus Gunta. And it's Chumps. That's right. It's so unfair, but Gunter doesn't care. He doesn't think about fair. He doesn't think about unfair. He thinks about the ring. He thinks about what's sacred because the only thing that's fair is who is the more superior athlete. That's right. So here it comes. The fight for the century. Goes for a disaster kick, but Gunter with the skillet hand. Skillet hand to the chest of Cody Rhodes. And the skillet hand. It looks like he's about to eliminate him, but no, that's not what happens. He hangs on, and he's... Hold on a second, play. I'm going to hold your face, and then I'm going to... And then he's going to slap him across. But no, he's got him in the sleeper hold, guys. A sleeper hold to strangle the life out of Cody. And now it's turned into a get out of here by Cody. And Gunter's back in the ring somehow. And Cody off the top rope. And you're thinking, why are you doing this? And into the skillet hand. That's twice you got into the skillet hand from doing something fancy, boy. Gunter up the back of him. Crossroads coming. Crossroads to Gunter. Crossroads to Gunter. And he goes lined out the old-fashioned. He gives him the old-fashioned, folks. Thanks for coming, Gunter. It's been a great Royal Rumble match. Cody Rhodes is the winner of the 2023 Royal Rumble match. Rich Riz, your reactions. First of all, Cody was expected to win. So, all right, cool. Uh, Cole, I feel like Michael Cole set it up really, really well when he said, finish the story at WrestleMania. I, so I thought that was like a 
like sometimes the lines that they're fed or that they're told in advance, like this is the line, this is the tagline going in. It's cheesy. It feels forced. This really just hits the nail right on the head about Cody's entire storyline, right? With like dashing, stardust, leaving, AEW, coming back, injury, rumble, winning it, now going to Mania, obviously, telling him finish the story at Mania. In a way, he's telling Cody to finish the story at Mania, and at the same time, it's telling us, the viewers, finish watching the story at Mania. So it works on a couple levels. I thought that was really well done. My only disappointment in the Royal Rumble match, it's it's a one and a half disappointment. There were no true surprises, and there weren't any NXT guys. Oh, like current NXT guys. Right. Because, yeah, that's right. That That is what occurred for the men's. It's all all main roster talent, no real surprise. And, of course, we were, remember when we said there was better be some big surprises, and we were texting each other as we do. We suggested that perhaps it is the Women's Royal Rumble that would have the surprises. Yeah. Which I didn't feel that, it, even with those, it wasn't, unless they're trolling. It's like, we met big, and big, nothing's bigger than Nia Jackson, number 30. Big. So That's what you meant, Ice. 16 entrants in the Men's Royal Rumble started in NXT. 16 out of the 30. Well, it's always, that was always what was going to happen, right? Yeah. Because like, on a long enough timeline, mm -hmm. everyone's going to be X NXT. Yeah. Well, you'll, of course, have outliers, but not as much as you used to. Yeah, as long as you got guys like Logan Paul, for instance, coming in, or... Rewind a couple of years, AJ Styles coming in from, you know, obviously being a tremendous name, bringing his own brand to the WWE. Um, eventually, it's, we're going to get like 25 plus guys in the Rumble as former NXT. True that. But it, it was a good Rumble. A not incredibly exciting finish to it. But, you know, it was okay. I feel like it set the stage pretty well. Like you have expressed, I especially with Cody coming out number 30, it really could have been a surprise. They didn't have to hype it. Like, we knew the approximate timeline. Grant, you know, you know what? It, it could have been a, a case where he didn't get cleared. He didn't get cleared until the day before. There was an interview. He he went to down to the performance center the day before and was doing, like, a, a hip toss class with, um, he said... It was um, Joe Gacy and Carmelo Hayes. A hip toss, it uses every muscle around the pec. So that's going to be really the real test. Like, you're not just testing the pec. It's like, all right, how well did everything around it heal? Like, did you lose any muscle? Are you still able to if, – if you can do this, you can do anything with that pec at this point. So um, he said that he, just doing that class – the doctors watched, and they checked him out, and they cleared him. But they, but there was a potentially a scenario where they're like, "You're not ready yet." Could you mm. imagine advertising and putting on putting him on the damn billboards? Obviously, he was penciled in to win probably the entire damn time, and they're like, "Nah, you can't go." 
I wonder what they would have done in case of emergency. What they like do what they did with Rey Mysterio, and he would have just been coming at a different time. Either that, or like, like they probably would have, you know, put him in at number thirty, but had a lot fewer people in there, and kind of just, you know, like, oh, the last two guys are struggling. Oh, number thirty's coming out. It's Cody Rose, and just have him dump him over. And then okay. just, have, just have him rest up and rehab for the next two months to Mania. Would him not even being at number one and being at number 30, they definitely could have kept it a surprise. Yeah. What's your problem here? Did you want Logan Paul to be the big surprise? That's what they probably thought. They thought, yeah, people would be really shocked, but I expected Logan Paul. Yeah, me too. That was just me. Oh, okay, good. So you t- Especially okay. after it came out that like he wasn't actually injured. Like right. he just like he hurt his knee. Maybe like maybe he pulled an ACL or MCL, but like he didn't tear it. Like was originally reported. Sometimes things work out. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't get a tear. Uh, speaking of tears, let's tear it up to the next thing. Uh, the Royal Rumble is not over yet, guys. Uh, it's time for the uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Ah. Here comes Bray. I got to say, this is the least threatening version of Bray Wyatt I've ever seen. The one that's on the way out there. But then it got worse once he became the Dayglow Warrior. Like, he's got all this, like, what is, it's not, first of all, it's not even pitch black. Black light. It's black light, not pitch black. Pitch black black light. light. Yeah. And there really wasn't much to this match to me, Mm -hmm. except, you know, he's got that glow-in-the-dark stuff. Mm -hmm. And what is this? Is this popcorn? It's probably black light confetti. glows in the dark. Okay, good. Because I'm, I'm not eating that. Yeah, exactly. That's a waste of popcorn. It's probably black light confetti. Yeah. And this was after the match was over. Uh, Bray Wyatt has this weird thing that he's other, doing. Other weird thing. Oh, yeah. other weird thing. Yeah, you can't. You can't just say he's doing a weird thing. He's doing another weird thing. And this is the climax climax as it were here is the climax folks you have boy howdy bo howdy as he's likes to be affectionately called and he he's gonna jump off of here now what happens next may surprise you comes off the top now watch carefully you have to be watching guys basement book is youtube but you want to check it out so if you're not because i still respect the audio you never know bo howdy midair right comes down you can see la knight his knee pad, his arm up a little bit. And you can see in the next shot, boy howdy, you can see the hat, right? Mm-hmm. You see like where his butt would be. He's like, he he doesn't even land on LA Knight, I don't think. I think he's, he lands next to him because in the next shot, LA Knight rolls over onto him. Preceded by the uh, explosive pyro. Sorry if anyone was blind. You shouldn't be watching this while you're driving. It's very dangerous. Flash. Uh... And uh, at the top, the uh, Creepy Puppet Gang. Is there anything I said here that uh, wasn't addressed? Uh, nope, other than the the, the uh, black light makeup that uh, Ray was wearing uh, in text, I compared to, like, when she likes finger painting after sex. So, mm. there was that. Still, still might make a meme out of that. I just haven't had time. And I'm not some highbrow. It's all about the wrestling. I love the entertainment part. I like stuff like this, but this, I don't know what it did. Maybe the intention was, all right, this ver- this is what you're going to get with this version. 
when he came in, he was just trying to be a guy. He's just trying to be a regular guy that comes out and talks to people and inspires them and a nice guy. And then this jerk, this real jerk, L.A. Knight, he disrespects him. He slaps him in the face. Yeah. And there's this monster that we're all one bad. We're all just one bad day from being Bray Wyatt. He's done it bowling Friday nights. Yeah, night bowling, baby. Yeah, that yeah. maybe that's it. Bray Wyatt and JoJo, JoJo, disco night bowling, baby. We're going get the kids and the childrens. We love Bray Wyatt. All right. So next, uh, listen. There's not a lot of highlights here, folks. There's the lightning round. KOD to Alexa and uh, Bob's your uncle. She's lost, and at the end, there's a, oh, you, you think you're in control here? You're you're dealing with boy howdy now. Look, look, and look, sad Alexa, just all by herself, all by her lonesome, looking for a rich to risk to rescue her. Where could he be? All right. right here. So, Rhea Ripley is number one in the Women's Royal Rumble, followed by Liv Morgan, of course, and Rhea Ripley still selling that uh, spear. The ladies are fighting it off. Here comes Dana Brooke in her uh, weird little outfit there. Uh, very pink. Very, uh, you know. And, it was a uh, tribute to someone. I, I, I don't remember who. It wasn't like anyone in the wrestling world, though. Probably some figure skater. If I didn't know any better, this was at a club. This yes. image here of and, yes. uh, Dana Brooke and uh, Rhea Ripley. Looks like they're having a bit of a dance, folks. Yeah, we... We need a caption here, though. Like, Rhea's getting down, and Dana's getting down. Yeah, I think it's uh, one of those like this for Rhea, and Dana Brooks about to twerk. Yep. Um, or mid This would be a better spot for Naomi. All right, next. So, um, posted. So many missed opportunities. Definitely. Rhea gets posted by Dana Brooke. I think that's why I got that. Then comes Emma, Shayna Baszler, Bailey. Bailey tears up a, a, a fan sign. Uh, here comes Hit Row, uh, B Fab. There goes B Fab. It was pretty quick, so don't don't let that fool you. Be quick. Here comes Zia Lee. Zia Lee didn't stab anybody in the eyes. Oh no, that wasn't Zia Lee. That was uh, the uh, NXT uh, champion, um, Roxanne, Perez. Roxanne Perez. Real go getter. Uh, NXT performer number one in this match gets picked up by Rhea, and then they proceed to do a little bit of this. You know, she's got like uh, Roxanne's got her in like a head scissors. It looks like and takes down Rhea, goes to take a header there, and right on her butt, and then kip up for Roxanne Perez, looking very feisty, very feisty. She's a real like, let's go. She got the let's go. Mm-hmm. All right, so next. Then they put the boots to, to, to Bailey. If only there was someone who could help Bailey. If only at this precise moment, something, a miracle. And that miracle is in the form of the former captain of Team Kick. Currently, she's just Dakota Kai, one half of the women's champions. And that's just fine with us. And her outfit was a tribute to someone also. Some, I don't remember who, also. Oh, that person. Yeah. All right. I so, it might have been Doja Cat or something. Doja Cat. Yeah. I think like that's that. a musician. Yes. Or some kind of uh, super intelligent, genetically modified cat, a superior to Garfield. All right. So. Yeah, maybe it's from the future. Future Garfield, Doja Cat. All right. Mm-hmm. So here comes the other half of Yo Sky. 
And oh no, the first victim of damage control, Data Brooke. Data Brooke, you've just been damage controlled. There they are, damage controlling all day. Right. And then Emma, she's going to run into some damage control. And then she gets kicked by Dakota Kai. And what happened to Emma? She got damage control. That's right, folks. Then uh, Roxanne Perez uh, gets... Wow. So here's what happens. Dakota Kai... Oh, yeah, Roxanne. Whatever. So Dakota Dakota Kai (laughs) uses EO Sky as a battering ram Mm -hmm. and proceeds to... Remove Roxanne. Roxanne was damage controlled. <laughs> They're finally controlling damage, and here comes Natalia. Her gear was made by the original seamstress that did the original gear for the first Heart Foundation gear. I had no idea. I'll tell my wife this so she could feel some sort of guilt for utterly crapping all over it because she thought it sucked. All right, next. Would you ever beat? Well, she beat everyone. She beat all the inconsequential champions. <laughs> she <Everyone>. beat us. <laughs> all right. You. So she beat you. She's taking advantage of Natalia. You know, they had beef. Natalia was gone for a while because Shayna took her out. Broke her nose. Here comes Candace LeRae. Thanks for coming. Poison Pixie. Zoe Stark comes in and just creams Liv Morgan in the mouth with her foot. Look at this cell job from Liv Morgan. What a hero. Mm-hmm. As if the spirit, as if Dakota, uh, Zoe Stark also learned how to, she learned how to kick ghosts out of people. Yep. And there goes Liv, just still just going down. And she's gone. All right. She's still in it. But here comes Zia Lee with a weapon. The referee stopped Zia Lee for bringing the weapon in. There's no disqualification in a Royal Rumble match. Like, Bro- like, let, let mm-hmm. Brock go nuts with it, with the steps, but she can't bring a bow staff. I mean, it is Brock Lesnar, and he did assault the referee. Attempt. He's not above that. <laughs> Just make make the rules even for everyone. Yeah, I guess. Then again, they should have been worried that she was going to stab them. And then, uh, there we go. Candice LeRae, another victim. Damage controlled. And here, alright, this was confusing. She's the man. But there's still the big time graphic. Has that always come up? I thought it was one or the other. You can't be, you can't put, you can't confuse everybody over here with the big time and the man, which is it? Is it the man or is it big time? They got to, they got to make up their mind. I, I need you to pick. It says the man. It says the man. What's that over there? Well, there's trouble over here. I don't know if they have uh, an AR graphic for the, for the man. How hard is it to put the man? It's, it's, a, it's a six letters. The man. Six letters. Three plus three. Even I know that. Yeah, it's, it's ready over, over there on the screen. Brings the Brooklyn out of me, this nonsense. All right, here comes. The, the damage control can't believe it. We're we controlling control this damage. damage. we got to control this damage. Here comes Becky Lynch. She's ready to do some damage. Damage to damage control. Punching and kicking. Manning up everybody, getting thrown into the table, getting thrown onto a chair from the table. She's taking a powder. Here comes Tegan Knox, the one with the shiniest wizard. It doesn't even matter in this match. Here comes Asuka, and this is not just Asuka, Richter is. She is in full Kana mode, and this is great. We love it. Love to see it. 
You'll love to see it. Rest in peace. Another CFO's original Empress of Tomorrow. I believe one of the last hangers on in the era of the CFO. Email in. All right. So next is a bunch of kicks here. She's trying to. Okay. Now, this is why Corey Graves does expert work of explaining nothing happened here. So it's at this point, if you're listening, you might be missing out. So Dakota Kai is Dakota Kai. Tegan Knox is supposed to kick Asuka. Now you see the foot. Then comes the slap. But the foot did not connect with Asuka at all. Might not have gotten all of that. Yeah, that's because Cole's like, she kicked her in the side of the head. And Gray's like, it's uh, more of a glancing blow, uh, looks like there. And uh, who knows how this might affect Asuka's vision in the future. Yeah, something. Nothing. The air. Yeah, you know what? It's true. Because when you go to get your eyes checked and you put your chin on a thing, they shoot the air into your eyes. So they tell you, you know, it's just a little irritation. Who knows? It's been a long time, though. That doesn't debunk it. But here goes a kick to... Oh, wow. She just looks like she got the spirit. Tegan Knox got kicked <laughs> out of her. I think she's leaving. Uh, she's left. She's definitely leaving. There she goes. Eliminated by Asuka. Thanks for coming. And Rich Riz, why don't you tell us what's happening here? Piper. No more Dewdrop. Dewdrop is gone. We have Piper Niven from NXT UK and even before then. If you're not familiar with Piper Niven as opposed to Dewdrop... You're in for so, uh, Asuka will probably return unless she's injured, and I don't recall. What? Maybe Dewdrop. Maybe Piper Niven. Sure. Yeah. No. R.I.P. Dewdrop. Long live Piper Niven. And Piper Niven just sandwiches Dakota Kai. Is that Dakota Kai? That's Liv. Well, definitely Liv. Maybe. Yeah. Tamita's out here. No one's Mina. That's what I hear. She's up there with uh, Doodoo Drop, formerly Doodoo Drop. She's now uh, Piper Niven. It's taken me some time to get used to that, just like the announcers over there, probably. Yep. Uh, um, they said her name enough times that you could tell they were trying to work it into their vernacular. Piper Niven just uh, gets a nice little kick. Timber. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then some. I felt a tremor. Becky taking the boots. Here comes Chelsea Green. Uh that's been getting part of her uh, music. Oh, I thought you were shushing me. You were going to say no. something very profound. No, if deep. I was shushing you, I was going to say, shush, but I wasn't shushing you. Little will we know it that Chelsea Green is about to make history. The fastest elimination in Warman's Royal Rumble history, courtesy of Rhea Ripley. And well, she's not happy about that. Dakota Kai about to get eliminated by the man. She's not good. The only damage she's going to be able to control is the one she received when she gets to the outside and she protects herself. Mm-hmm. There she goes, lands. Yeah, she's fine. And then uh, EO Sky, you could get these hands too. You could get out of here, you hussy. And then Bailey eliminates Becky. Had to be that Bailey. It had to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be what it's going to be. And here comes Bailey. She's really proud of herself. And here comes the shadow of Liv Morgan to eliminate Bailey and remove her from the equation. Control the damage mm-hmm. that you can receive from the floor if you protect yourself. There she goes onto that absurd, thick Bailey down there. Okay, so next, uh, the beaten comes to Bailey, courtesy of Becky Lynch. EO Sky, she's not having that. She's going to join in. They fight off. Here comes Alina Vega at number 21, guys, and she's a Street Fighter character. 
She's got the outfit. She's in there. She's an announcer in the game. Go cop that. This podcast not not sponsored by Capcom. It should be. Uh, no reason. And this is what gmail.com. That's right. And uh, this is where uh, Zelina Vega proceeds to use the move with the kick. Takes out Zia Lee. Thanks for coming. You sold the game. Uh, you're out of here. And she's really happy with herself. Here comes Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, probably not the first time I mentioned this person by accident, but on purpose this time. Raquel Rodriguez is supposed to be here, everybody. And there she is. Right after Rhea Ripley. What a nightmare for Rhea Ripley. She's got hit so hard, she's blurred. Through the space-time continuum there. Down she goes. Down goes Rhea. Down goes Rhea. And here comes my chin. Uh, I know that's not how you pronounce it, but I'm doing it anyway. Here she comes. Then it comes Lacey Evans. Cobra Clutcher herself. Don't Cobra Clutch your, play- your pearls here, folks. She's a meanie. And then here comes Michelle McCool. And she comes in. And she's like, look at me. I'm parenting. But not right now. I'm not. My number's up. When your number's up at number 25, Michelle McCool, you get out there. You're stripped down. You head out to the ring. Not not fully, obviously. You can see the image. And she's changing it to wrestling. She kicks to me out. Pa-pow. And then uh, she's looking at Rhea Ripley. She's like, well, that's it for me. And here comes Indy Hartwell. Indie wrestling, everybody. There's Sonya Deville, and she's she's great. Sonya Deville, uh, Cobra clutching on uh, Street Fighters leader. Then she gets eliminated. Thanks for coming. Here comes Shotzi at 28 with the taking care of business tag. She's Love doing stuff. Indy Hartwell is eliminated by Sonya Deville, right on the cakement. And uh, here comes uh, Nikki Cross, who sprints. By the way, poor decisions being made throughout this entire Royal Rumble, not just the men's, also the women's. What are you rushing down there for? What are you wasting your energy? I get it. They don't want you taking up the time, but still, because she sprinted the whole way. In this case, it's what she does, because she's crazy. Wasting a lot of energy here. And here comes Rich DeRiz's favorite. Speaking of wasting energy. The surprise nitrate number 30, the Rumble in the Jungle. The following has been cut for rudeness. All right, here she comes, getting eliminated. By everyone. Everyone. I have the list. She's is... eliminated by Oscar, Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan, me, and Michelle McCool, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Recovered, Rodriguez, Rhea Ripley, Shotzi, and Sonya Deville. Rich Deriz looking out for every podcast listener. And there she goes. Out there. And then it comes to Oscar, Sonya Deville. Oscar eliminates Sonya eventually here with a kick to the face. And down she goes. And... This is uh, where it gets down to the wire. A lot of people, you'll notice if you haven't paid attention, they're gone. It doesn't matter. Uh, this time. is where it comes down to the wire. Asuka, she's about to hit that miss, baby. It's coming. And it goes right into Liv Morgan's eyes. Not the first time she's accidentally got something in her eyes. She's been missed it before. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. Rhea Ripley with the, it almost looked like a bicycle kick. Like it's like a behind mm-hmm. kick to Asuka. Asuka's gone. She's, you know what? She's pretty happy. She's like, I got this far. I've got a positive mindset. I'm going to keep it in a positive mindset. And Rhea Ripley valiantly battling with uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan is flipped out. The old look how strong my legs are with my arms down onto her butt. And there she is in the fall position. You can see her arms 
located to her sides. That's how you're supposed to fall. Excellent clockwork, I'm assuming. Uh, Rhea Ripley, she's very happy. We're all happy. It's almost like uh, she's laughing. She's like, yeah, I did it. I knew I was going to do it, but it's pretty funny that I said I was going to do it, and I did it, isn't it? And there she is, Rhea Ripley, the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble match. Sources close to the situation tell me under immediate interview, she said, I did it, you dickheads, end quote. <laughs> so that was the uh, Women's Royal Rumble match. I liked the finish. I liked the, the, la- the sequence of events of the last two eliminations there with Asuka and... Liv Morgan, with uh, Liv Morgan getting blinded, Asuka getting kicked off, Liv trying. Should Liv have tried to get back into the ring? Yes, but I don't know. I I thought it was fine. What I... No real, real surprises here. Like, like we expected a couple some NXT women. Uh, I th- like even like Chelsea Green was kind of a surprise, but kind of not really. Like there were rumors from a couple weeks ago that she had signed. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're paying attention, it's not a surprise. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're a dirt sheet traveler like you. That's right. Or a tweet browser like myself. It just yep. comes up. Um, Nia Jax was a surprise. But not the surprise we wanted. Sometimes you get a surprise and you're like, that sucks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about the main event of the evening. And it was with great pleasure that I retell this story. If you weren't here last week for the Basement Booker's podcast, this was for the Basement Championship. We had everything pretty much the same. However... It came down to a tiebreaker. And we got to the point, you'll see here. My tiebreaker time is in. What is yours? My tiebreaker time will be 2830 for the W. See, as you see, that was going to be my original time. Rich being the friend that he is, it's like, hey, man, you know, with the amount of time it takes for an entrance to come in, and uh, calculations and time and this is it's really going to be uh, closer to this. You know, maybe you should probably uh, check that. You know, maybe. You... And I'm like, you know what, Rich? I might lose my championship. But it's been a while since I've hunted for the championship. So I'm just going to leave it as is. Got a good feeling. Rich, there is. What do you think the main event of the Royal Rumble was going to be? I thought it was going to be one of the Rumble matches, obviously. Which is why I went with the now obviously absurd number. <laughs> Of 72 minutes. 72 minutes, Richter is. That's, Give or take a hour, lot. That's an hour and 12 <laughs> minutes, by the way. For the non-mathematicians. Richter is. Right there. Hey, how long was the match? 19 minutes and 15 seconds. Well, that went well for you, didn't it? <laughs> it's just hilarious. It really is. Because as I was saying my time... In my head, it was like, oh, no. (laughs) The tribal chief has proven that I am his favorite basement champion by choosing to close the show. Because we know it is his decision to do these things. Thank you, my tribal chief. So, Rich, what would you think about the main event? What did you think about the uh, destruction of Kevin Owens? Dude. First of all, like, okay, to be honest, I don't remember, I don't think really anything about the match. Because the match was only a tiny, tiny part of the story that they told at the Rumble. If you didn't see it, first of all, why? Second of all, you had to have heard 
what happened by this point. So I'll reiterate, why haven't you seen it? The destruction of Kevin Owens after the match, brutal and barbaric, which was what led to Sami Zayn's actions, which is why I'm wearing the shirt, by the way, because it was a throwback. When Sammy refused to hit Kevin Owens with the chair. By the way, so, okay, the storytelling of it being going too far and Sammy stopping Roman from hitting Kevin Owens with the chair, saying, this is beneath you, you don't need to do this. And then Roman says to Sammy, you're right, I don't need to do this. You do it. I feel like the switch that flipped in Sammy kind of went back to when he was on trial. What he had said was, I've proven myself to you over and over again. And I think even Jay's defense, the video that Jay played as Sammy Zayn's defense, showed even Sammy's like, wow, I really have taken all these bullets for, for the bloodline. Like, I've really, really proven myself already. What more do they want from me? If they're still asking me to put myself out there for them after all of this, they're never truly going to accept me. And I think that's the tr what uh, the trigger that switched in Sammy's head when Roman handed him the chair and said, you need to do this. And Sammy's Sammy said, no. And he hit Roman in the back. And then Roman, it flashed on his face. He's like, again? Like when, exactly when Seth broke up the shield. And then we had the destruction of Sami Zayn with Jay in the corner looking on. Wheels turn like, I defended Sami. And Sami's doing this. Where, and he's evaluating. As he's standing there, not doing anything, he's evaluating where he stands. Even, so even before the beatdown of Sami, Sami says to Jay, I'm sorry. Right? Because Jay went out on a limb to defend Sammy, and now Sammy's doing this. I think really it ultimately proves that, especially that Sammy hit Roman once. That was it. It was not a, I'm better than you. It was not a, this is over. It was, listen, we need to draw a line somewhere, and you're not going to listen to me, so I need to take action. But it's to make a point. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't going to turn into a beatdown Roman Reigns. He knew he was going to get destroyed after that. He just wanted Jay to understand where he was coming from, that none of this was necessary. And then the beatdown sued. Jay's replaying everything. Jimmy's like, come on, dude. Rome's like, he's not your blood. We're your blood. Jay's like, I can't. I can't be here right now. I got to process this. I got I, I got stuff to figure out. Powder's out. Heads to the back. Sammy gets destroyed. Roman literally rips the honorary Oos shirt off of Sammy Zayn. And we're left with the image of KO hanging on the ropes and Sammy laid out. Roman rips up the lay. Heyman on social media said the lay represents the bloodline. When you're on it, you, you thrive. When you're ripped off, you begin to wither and die. Oh, you're off the vine. Brilliant. Brilliant storytelling. Like, this is the storyline that if you want to get people 
your non-wrestling fans into wrestling, this is the storyline. There's even they WWE put together a video package showing it's on their YouTube showing the entire timeline of Sammy and the Bloodline from beginning to now. It's it's like over an hour. Yeah, I'll throw it to you because this is, I think this is brilliant. I'm going to keep saying it over and over because that's all I can really say. Yeah, I don't have to say anything you already said. Uh, I thought that the visceral reaction to dropping somebody back first onto steel steps is, uh, is a very good image to do. Uh, you know, I remember that now. Three times, I think, right? Yeah, I think that's Two what did three. him in. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really did him in. Um, the follow-up was appropriate. So Friday night, we had the tribal chief. He's like with Jay, and he's like, "Listen, where, where's your brother?" He's with Jay Jimmy. and Solo. Jimmy and Solo. He's with Jimmy, Jay, Jay, Jimmy, and Solo. And um, where is he? How come you don't know? They're like they don't know. They go find, looking. I don't know where they're looking in their pocket. They're looking in their phone. They check Facebook. You know, Twitter, they go to MySpace, but, um, you know, nothing came up and he goes, you guys go to the catering and the whatever. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to handle some business. And he's like, you know, I basically that he did everything, you know, for, for, for Sammy, you know, and, uh, this is basically like, this is how you repay me. And then Sammy comes out and attacks him and eventually he spears him. And he's like, I don't, because Roman's basically thing is like with me, everybody always wants something. Yep. When I go out to a restaurant, the servers or whatever, they ask me for things. It's not what they could do for me; it's what I could do for them. It's like, wow, he's they're really bringing him. That this is the uh, I think this right now, Royal Rumble, the end of the Royal Rumble, signifies the transition to the third act. In the bloodline storyline, mm-hmm. so this will wrap up. I'm thinking WrestleMania. It might wrap up WrestleMania, or right before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So basically, the gist is it's Sami Zayn versus Roman because now Sami wants something, and he wants the, the undisputed Universal Championship. And then came the Jimmy J, J Jimmy, and Solo. Mm-hmm. Two guys, by the way, the inside joke. J Jimmy Jimmy J. All right. Yep. So they, you know, beat up Sammy. Roman's back. But he's like, you know, he was about to get that thing backed up into him with the whole chair thing. You know, ask Riddle about that. You best ask Riddle about that. And uh he's like, nah, you know, you 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 you, you just we'll see you in Montreal at Elimination Chamber. Which uh, you know, I think Jay's gonna be off TV for a while because it's not like he can go to Elimination Chamber. Well, next Friday he has a tag title defense i understand that but there's a way around that because jay yeah i was gonna say like jay was defending the championships with sammy you could always have solo defend the championship with jimmy there's this precedent you wanted to talk about venue's day richard let everybody know about the card uh before you know it's already happened by the time you've seen this what an amazing show yeah. What an amazing show. <laughs> so we're going to run down the card real quick, give our give our thoughts on each match, but it's going to be brief, uh, I promise. So uh, first up, I don't know what order it's actually going to happen in, but we got for the women's NXT championship match, we got 
Roxanne Perez, the champ, defending against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in triple threat match. I think the Toxic Attraction showed their cards too early. Uh, the with the what was it? The Women's Championship Summit last week. It's like no, you go into the match, letting her think that it's going to be one on one on one, and then in the match you say ha ha, and it's two on one, and chuck her out, and then like either one you like you do rock paper scissors to see who lays down for the other and. There you go. One of you is the champ, and both of you are the champs. Whatever you want to do with it at that point. Want to use the number one contender? Yeah. Uh, next up, we got two out of three falls for because Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes. He, it's two out of three falls to show who's hating and who's just the best. Yeah. yeah. You know that's what it's really all about. Uh, personally, I'm pulling for Carmelo Hayes in this one. I feel like, uh, like Apollo. He's still relatively young in his WWE career, but Hayes is younger. Hayes could use the rub more. Um, I I think Hayes is his main roster ready, to be honest. I think the purpose of this is to elevate Hayes in the first place. Mm -hmm. He's a two-time North American champ. For the NXT Women's Tag Team titles, we got uh, Casey and Casey, as I like to call them, against Fallon Henley and her maybe-maybe-not friend, Kiana James. They're, if they're smart, they'll just leave it with Casey and Casey. It's an actual tag team. This will yeah. probably just lead into a rift of the fake friendship between uh, Henley and the other chick. So Yeah, because on NXT this past week, Keanu James was on the phone with someone. I don't remember the name, but it was it was a male. I, mean, I think it was Xavier. Was it Xavier? I don't, I don't remember the name. That, that just sounds familiar. And she said, I love you. And that was when Fallon walked in, which started the bickering between them. And then ultimately, they're like, you know what? Well, we got to focus on this tag title match, but this conversation isn't over. Then you find out it's her son. Yeah. Something like she, that. Just has a, she, has a, she has a kid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this complicates things. Yeah. Uh, next is the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Tag Titles New Day, defending against Gallus, Pretty Deadly, and Chase U. If it's if it's not New Day, it's going to be Gallus. Uh, my thoughts exactly. Gallus boys on top. I'm a big fan of Gallus. No secret. Uh, I like for the... Puffy, just not I, the same. So I, I hear you. <laughs> uh, next up for the North American title, Wesley defending against Dijak. Hard Justice. I think it's going to be Dijak. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Hard Justice from Dijak to Wesley. And the main event. For the NXT title, I just hate the reasoning because of that stupid rope break crap. Oh, Braun Breaker versus yeah. uh, Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. It's Bra it's Bra Braun's winning this. He has to, right? Yeah. It'd be the biggest upset in NXT history. If Waller won? Mm -hmm. Biggest? Maybe? If you think about it, like if you look at Braun Breaker, who's an actual man... And then you have Grayson Waller, who's like kind of a man, but not really a man. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of a man, but he's not a man. You know, he's a man. Like, I'm a man, but he's a man. Bron, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're a man. I'm a man. Bron Baker's a man. He's a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I said, you a man. Yeah, I guess. Drew McIntyre? Man. Seamus? Man. Miz? Man. You know, he's a man. He's a man. Like, I'm a man. Like, you're a man. Yeah, but Miz allegedly has tiny balls. I wasn't going there. He's still a man. Even if he has tiny balls, he's still a man. 
he, he seems to take a uh, serious offense like as if you're insulting his manhood. Well, he, it's a sensitive topic for some guys. I'm proud of all of you for listening to the Basement Bookers podcast, liking and subscribing to everything. And it's been really cool. It's been really great. Uh, the responses on uh, last week's episode was pretty cool, I'm assuming. All right. So, uh, Rich Derez, how do you do the things that you do? Oh, first, I'm going to say thanks to everyone for listening, for getting this far. Uh, don't forget to check us out, YouTube and everything. Thank you for checking everyone that's checked us out so far, all the new followers on Facebook and Twitter and everything. We're getting a super close up from Basement Jair right now, which is always awesome. Uh, so is it can... close? Yeah, it's close. I just want to, like, you know, just hang out with you guys, you know, just <laughs> all together. Um, my chat lips. And we want to hear from you. Basinbookers at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on anything. If you have any ideas for the show, love to hear it. Suggestions what uh, and whatnot. Uh, as far as where to follow us on social media, Basin, uh, Bookers on Twitter, uh, at Basinbookers, at Basin Jarrett, which there is, of course, Facebook, Basinbookers, the YouTube, Basinbookers, you know, Google Basinbookers, you'll find us. And as far as where to find this podcast, um, looking at the list here, that is the that's the iTunes thing. We got the Google thing. That's is that Spotify, that's Podbean, uh, Amazon Music, TuneIn Plus, Alexa, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung Podcast App, Podchaser, Boomplay, and uh, Stitcher. That's not on this list, but it's there also, and um, a lot of places to find us. And Instagram, Basin Booker's Pod. And Jazz Guy. I, I do. Uh, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the Booker.